Welcome to the Learn the Game podcast with the crew, the Remontada. Stay tuned for more content. Learn the game, respect the game, we're back again. Hi guys and welcome back to Learn the Game podcast. Polufash again. Um, another international break, so not much going on in the football world. But what I wanted to do this week was I've been trying to get an Arsenal fan on this on this podcast for a minute. And, you know, I was finally able to get one. You know, one of my oldest friends go way, way back. But yeah, I have Darren with me today and, you know, we're going to be talking Arsenal. So, Darren, tell the people how you're feeling. I'm good, man. I'm good. Excited to come on this right now, you know, with, with you, you know, Polo, since I've known you a long time now, you know, so I feel like this should be fun. Let's, let's get to it. Yeah, this is one of, the, one of the most passionate Arsenal fans I know out there. <laughs> you know, he also has very good insights on on the sports as a whole, and I think this will be a fun episode. So, Derry, what I want to start with is, obviously, last season, um, I feel like, obviously, this whole process with Arsenal and Ateta has been going on for quite a number of years, but I feel like last season was when it really kicked off. How did you feel about last season? Was that something you saw coming or was it something you expected? But how did you feel as a whole, you know, as not challenging for the title last season? Yeah, man. You know, I wouldn't say I saw it or I expected us to challenge for the title to that extent, you know. I obviously didn't know Liverpool was going to regress that bad. I didn't know, you know, like, you know, other teams like Chelsea, Man United were going to fall down back, back behind. Well, not Man United because Man United kind of improved, but other teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, a bit top four the year before. I didn't think they were going to regret that part. So I did see us overcoming that threshold, like competing for top four to taking it to like, you know, into into the into the okay, let's let's just be you know what guaranteed this is how I'm gonna compete. Mm-hmm. So I, I told my I told my friend, I said, yo, this season, and I told my fellow Arsenal fan, I said, yo, last, beginning of last season, I said, yo, coming into this season, we're going to win. I don't know whether we're going to win a trophy or we're going to win the Premier. I don't have it, but I was just sick and tired of seeing us go in a five-game bounce. We can't win five games in a row. I was like, yo, we're just going to win a lot of games. You know, I had seen that coming in the team. But as a squad, I wasn't sure we could compete with some of the other guys, big guys around, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was kind of it was very surprising to a lot of people. But I think, like you mentioned, you know, we're expecting teams like Liverpool to kind of fall off, you know, Chelsea to kind of have the season that they had. Yeah. Well, another thing I want to ask you is, um, obviously we had Teta. I know when he first came into us now, obviously he won the FA Cup and everything, and things looked good at the start. But there was a period where. I think Arsenal went on like a ten game streak where they didn't win any games. You know, yeah. things were kind of shaky. There were rumors that you know they could replace Ateta and all that. How did you feel about Ateta in that moment? Were you still like Ateta in, and did you think it was something he could get through? Yeah. So, um, me and Ateta was kind of like it's a very different story. Initially, before he came out, I had no belief or trust in the guy, and then the guy came in from the moment he came in, and from his first interview, I knew this guy was the truth. You know. Like, even through the darkest times, the way he spoke, the way he spoke, and the way he spoke with so much clarity. And I don't know sometimes all these things, antics don't matter in football, you know. Sentiments don't matter, you know. It's all about the results. But yeah. you could just see the kind of person he was. It was resonating to what I felt like the team should look like. 
that kind of personality, that fire, that fight. But I wasn't seeing that completely on the pitch. So I was like, I was not, I was kind of disconnected from the team in terms of, but I, I still believe the guy could turn it around, just give it him time, you know, time. And yeah, I've always believed in it, but a lot of fans didn't. So I won't lie. I was one of the guys crucified for even believing Ateta, for even say, mentioning Ateta's name was, was almost a sin. Back then, you know, it was yeah. It was not it was not a good time in the fan base. Fan base was so separated, you know, and everything. Coming even coming from the pressure from the Venga years, last last Venga years and the Emery years, you know, it was so much. And but I would say, yeah, for me for sure, I believed in him, but uh, it wasn't easy. I wouldn't say it was easy. It was tough. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing with football nowadays. Like results is everything, and it's kind of hard to make people kind of see that process and that project of yeah. fans are very impatient. You know, everybody wants to win. So, I mean, that makes sense. I think I think a lot, a lot of Arsenal fans were Ateta in, you know, mainly because obviously he played for Arsenal before. So, he's kind of like one of your boys and oh. you always have to back him. But yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, but I think during that period, a lot of people turned against him too. <laughs> like I see, like, yeah, I mean, because you guys, you guys were finishing. I think you guys finished. Was it eight and? Seven? We finished eight twice. Yeah, eight twice. We finished eight, eight, and then we finished fifth. And even when we finished fifth, we had some good flashes where people were like, "No, no, no this guy is done. He needs to go." I remember, but but I, 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 it's still it's still a miracle. In fact, I just turn it around. To be honest, like I still believe it's a miracle because. A lot, of, a lot of the fans that, that didn't even want him to continue, they didn't have... It's not like they had doubts in his ability, but they just had doubts that he could be the one to turn it around for Arsenal. So the fact that he was the one and he was able to do it like this, it's it's a miracle. Yeah, I can't lie. I was definitely one of those people that wasn't a believer in, in Ateta because I, like, I didn't know how you could you know stay so long as a manager of a team like Arsenal, you know, finishing eighth, not making Champions League. So mm. that's Kind of like one of the people who didn't believe in him. So last season was like a big surprise, definitely for me. Just the fact that you guys not only you know finishing the top four, but you guys actually took City pretty much all the way up until the end of the season. But that's another thing I want to talk to you about in terms of last season. Um, obviously you guys were like top for a while, challenging for the title, and then it obviously came that period when I think you guys played City, and then they yeah. beat you guys, but then just not only just losing to City, but you guys also drop points. I think you drop points at home Southampton. Southampton, we lost to West Ham, I think. Yeah, so like, how were you in that period, you know? What kind of, like, emotions were you going through just seeing, like, the title slip away? Honestly, honestly, for me, it wasn't even the City game. It was that Liverpool game. You know, we had, we had, we had lost to City and they had dropped points and then we had come back on top. And then we were going to Anfield. Mm. And in the second half, in the first half, we absolutely dominated these guys. Like we, 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 we were killing these guys. Oh yeah, but that was the that you guys that he came back from two zero. Yeah, from oh, two zero to two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you could see in that moment that these players we don't have enough. You know, we couldn't respond to what Liverpool was throwing to us at that point. So, but the players that were on the pitch and the players that were not on the pitch at that point, we just didn't have enough. And I feel like that's, that was that, that was the moment I realised. I was like, I don't think. And from then, you know, like, 
I was I was preparing myself. Most Arsenal fans, of course, like you know, they believe in the last moment. You know, they tried. Well, it wasn't our turn. It wasn't our time. To put it that way. You know, we were not. The squad wasn't built to win the league. We found ourselves there. We stumbled upon it because of our good form and our good start to the season, and we kept on running. But we were not prepared for the moments that came. And when that moment came, we became small. And it just led to the further. Because like when, you, when you're under so much pressure like that, and let's not forget, that's the youngest thing. Yeah. Everybody, I don't look back on last season like most Arsenal fans do in disappointment. I look back on it in, in actually, I enjoy actually. I actually enjoyed it. And I told them then, I told them they enjoy it now. I'm not sure I'm going to win the league. I'm not sure I'm not going to win the league, but enjoy it because this is a moment in time for us. Like no expectations, nothing. It would have been wonderful to win the league, but I just feel like we were just not we're not ready. We didn't have it yet fully. Even right now, people can still argue. Now people are making now people are making more sense. You know, now they are saying okay, they added more, but is it still enough? Now imagine what we were last season without even adding all the things that we added this season to it. Like so, it wasn't just our moment. It wasn't our time. It it was Manchester City and their treble winning season. You know, I don't think anybody was stopping it because like I told I told everybody I said Barcelona won the league. Barcelona won the league, and and if you look at their form towards the end of the season. And you look at our form towards the end of the season, it's very similar. But just go and look at the only form that wasn't similar between everybody that went in the league. It was only Man City. Those guys were beating everybody that was coming in their ways. Yeah, you yeah. can't expect the youngest Arsenal team. Yeah, man, man, youngest man, Arsenal team. Yeah, to right animal right now, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. Like, you know, like you said, I don't think it was, it was kind of unrealistic to, you know, Expect us now to win the league, but I think yeah. the disappointment just comes from the fact that you guys were kind of like in the race up until that point, like you mentioned Liverpool game, for example. So that's why it's hard for a lot of people to like you know swallow how you guys lost it. Yeah, I, I understand, and I feel like a lot of times people feel like Arsenal was lucky to be there. I don't feel we're lucky to be there. I think we were that good to be there, you know, yeah. and we're just not that good to win it, but we were that good to be there. So for me, you can't, you can't, and I, I have this argument, I know people want to say well, I'm deflected, but I honestly don't think you can, like, like the, everyone, everybody is saying, I don't think you can fumble a league. I think over a 38 game season, the best team is going to play out of the teams, and it's going to be, the, that's going to be the best team. Man City was absolutely the best team in the league last season. Yeah. So, on all levels, I mean, they they had won the league two years in a row and they brought talent. Yes. Yeah, and a lot of... You know, Man City, like, obviously last weekend, I think you guys finally beat them in the league for the first time yeah. in a long time. And do you think that's something, like, that is making you believe more that maybe this is the season you guys can finally do it? Because, I mean, you guys just beat Man City and you guys couldn't beat them last season. So, in yeah. terms you felt last season in terms of us not winning the league and not being ready. Do you think you guys are more ready this season? Especially after the fact that you guys just beat Man City. But how are you feeling in general about, about this season? Yeah. In general, honestly, hot take. Yeah. I feel like we've improved. Because what people don't understand is, and so I told I told people this two years ago, 
I said the reason why me I'm betting on my own team is because our margin for improvement is way higher than everybody else. We have the youngest team out of all big teams, and just some very talented players that are really competing with the best at this very young age. So I don't see any reason why we don't improve over most teams. Now, if I look at Masters team, in my own point of view, they've regressed. Mm. In my own point of view, they've regressed. And, and people, people, people would tell me I'm crazy. Like, How can you say they've regressed? Just added five players. But as I would say, you know me, I have to call my controversial takes. <laughs> All those things pay, but it's fancy, man. <laughs> You saw him throwing all of them over the weekend. You said he was throwing them out. So, man, he's just throwing them out. Where's the color feels that I bought? The guy has gone to, and that's for me personally. I just feel like he has gone to go and buy this host of players and he has lost this core of dependable players mm-hmm. that knew his system, that could apply his system, and that could play his system. No matter how things got hard, no matter where things got to be pep, he knew he could rely on those guys. Or talking of Gondowan, or talking of Mares. Those are reliable players, and now through injury, Kevin De Bruyne, you saw, you saw what the difference between Rodri not being his team now and Rodri being his team. See, if he lost Rodri when he had Gondowan and when he had Kevin De Bruyne fit, it won't, it won't be that obvious. You we might not even notice that Rodri, Rodri is suspended for three games, but now you Fair see enough. the hole in that team. You see it. Master has become a very, very, more so pragmatic and very direct in the way they play. Like very quick to get it into the Holland and the Alvarez and try and attack you. If you see the way Arsenal has kind of evolved this season, it's kind of it's more like we are in our own evolution to become that thing that Man City was. And when Man City was doing that, they absolutely blew everybody out of the way. And that's why I just feel like this is this is our year. And I I I say this like. I've said this at the beginning of the season, since before we played Man City, and I'll still say it again. This is my year. I'm gonna I'm going to ride it all to the end of the season. Cause honestly, like I feel like everything is there now. Not everything, but when I look at Man City in comparison, I think I'm taking them on any day. Mm. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So I mean I think I agree with you in terms of like I think Arsenal can do it this season because I think like you mentioned obviously Man City they've lost some very key players so they're not at their strongest you know a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the signings they made here have to kind of prove themselves but in terms of signings you know Arsenal bought Havertz over the summer and this is something I want to talk to you about like how do you feel about Havertz in general because I think you guys bought him to kind of replace Shaka in that left eight position yeah role that suits him. You know, obviously, at the weekend, you guys played Declan Rice there next to Jorginho. Going mm-hmm. forward, you know, people think you guys should play Rice and party together. So, like, well, how do you feel about that Havertz signing and how he fits into the team? Is this someone you would start in that midfield position? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is one that I'm crucified for. 100%, I would start Havertz in that midfield. I will start him in that midfield. But, you know, what I told God, I said, Havertz is like a luxury signing. It's something you buy when you look at your house. What can I add? Like, you know, painting, like a nice, expensive, you know, all this kind of ah, jara, like luxurious, like good. Like, I don't know, like, it's that kind of fair. Like, you just buy him. And everybody say, no, no, you don't specify me on that. Yes, you, you, yes, you specify me on that. Because at the end of the day, when, okay, look at Declan Rice, for example. 
100 milligrams, constitutes it perfectly. You know, doing all the doing everything, you know, even the intangibles is there, everything, mentality, everything is there. But then you now see someone like Kai Havertz and you want to add it to the team. His role in the team is not something that you can't, you can't coach it, you can't teach it. It's kind of like, it's made for certain players like him. Yeah. And I'll remind you of players like Thomas Muller. Nobody coached Thomas Muller to become the player he was. Thomas Muller has a sense for that thing. You don't coach those things. Saka was, if, if you guys remember what Saka, if, you know what Saka was? Saka was one of the most intelligent players on our team. If everybody knows that was a strength. If you know, even in his last season, it was always the guy open, ready to receive a pass for somebody. And that's what Kavet is going to do for us. It's always going to be that extra option. But the, the issue now is, if you're going to be that extra option, that extra passing, that extra, you know, line of connection for your team, yeah, your teammates have to recognize you. You have to know the way you move. You have to know, okay, this guy is here because he wants to open up for us. This guy is in this space because he wants me to go in there. You know, that kind of thing. And it comes with time. It comes with time. It comes with learning. It comes with adjusting on the pitch. And it's going to come. And by the time it comes, easily, easily, that guy is going to be one of our best players. If he's not top two, then it's top three. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, you know, you find a lot of Arsenal fans that will definitely crucify you for that point. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm used yeah, to that. I see, your, I, I see your reasoning anyways. Obviously, you know, give him time to get used to the team. So, you know, yeah, that makes sense. But in terms of, like, the team as a whole, would you say this Arsenal team is complete? Like, I think a lot of people would argue that you get, they still want that, like, out-and-out out number nine who's going to score 20 goals this season. Do you think that's still yeah. something that's missing from us now? Or are you kind of like, okay, we his two signing Ketia in those positions? Yeah, I mean, like, I've, when I watch Ketia real life, trust me, I'm cussing him out. But <laughs> when I <laughs> when I sober down from the game and, and I watch the game again with less pressure and this thing, I actually do appreciate the guy. You know, like, I'm not saying, obviously, I'm not saying we can't do better than that, but how many strikers out there can do better than that? You know, everybody has this, everybody was singing Alvarez, 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 yeah, Alvarez. I know Alvarez, ball striking elite, you know, this kind of thing. But yeah, other things, the striker. You see, Eddie, sometimes when we do, like, the Champions League game was in start team, I was, that, I was literally coming down at the top for not playing in that game. Because we just missed something. There's something that Eddie brings into the game, you know, the athletes and everything. So how many players, maybe you say Ivan Tony, you know, how many strikers out there can actually come in and and do a job? And besides, who's going to come in and play second fiddle to Jesus unless someone wants to move Jesus to the wing? I mean, I think what we should do right now is, I think we should just try and, try and, try and get our front three feet. Maybe if we can get an extra striker that's ready to come in and do a job obviously it's willing to go to the wing. But if not, I think we're okay. I honestly think we're okay. I think Eddie's gonna get better. I think Jesus is a good option for nine. What I actually think we need to actually do is maybe get a winger. Maybe get a winger. I don't know if we're ever gonna do that. Or get a winger that can also play in attack too, you know. I think Atita likes all those kind of players. You know, like I feel like we don't have we have Martinelli, we have Saka, we have Reese, but then we don't have one more guy, you know. Mm-hmm. People like to say Trossard, but I prefer Trossard to operate in central roles, you know. Mm-hmm. If I can get if I can get Jesus, Trossard, Eddie that can operate in central roles, 
and also have my Martinelli, Saka, Vince Nelson, and maybe one more winger. People are saying Pedro Neto, or either that, or they do have Antonio. I know okay, yes, this is going to play on the wing, so I think it's just one more player we need actually, one more player, and maybe an extra right back. Maybe an extra right back because those are the only two positions I do think that maybe we might need to strengthen. Just that because with Timba's injury now, we are light because now it's just White, yeah, Yasu that can play that right back position. And now we're playing Partey there too, but obviously we know if Declan is not playing, so it's Jorginho or Partey. You know, I I feel like our squad is strong. It's stronger than most people. Most people understand because of the because of the fluidity in the team because the way the team the players can usually play many roles so it's not really clear and I think last season that's what affected us because two of our players that could play that same position going at once that's Tomiyasu and Saliba you know people always say Saliba Saliba you really forget Tomiyasu too and that's how light we were but I feel like right now with everything that we have I think I think we're good I think we're good to be honest. Yeah, you guys are, you know, there, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of players you didn't even mention, you know, players like Smith Rowe, Fabio Vieira, but yeah, I think... Smith Rowe, yeah, Fabio, yeah. Another thing, another position I want to ask you about is how how did you feel about the whole goalkeeping situation, like bringing in Raya? Do you think that was the right move from Ateta? You know, how did you feel about Ramsdale? Do you think he needed to be replaced? But how do you feel about the whole goalkeeping situation? You know, I love Ramsdale, but then again, like... I just felt like a lot of times when the ball was coming into my box last season, I was scared. Like, I was, my heart was always beating. And now when I see the ball coming towards Raya, like I get those flashbacks and then when it comes and it collects the ball so elegantly, like so simple, not too much force, not too much passion. I love Ramsey's passion, don't get it twisted. But it's the way Raya does it for me, the composure around the box. The tidiness it gives us, and even on the ball, is way is not way better, but it's, it's much. It's, the the margins are very small. Yeah, Raya is, Raya is coming out on top, like clearly, clearly Raya is a better goalkeeper, clearly. So I have no problem with it. I have absolutely no problem with it. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do with Ramsdale because now I think at that kind of blood, he signed a five-year contract to. Maybe again, it's good business for the club. It's not so good for the player, but good business for the club. If he doesn't want to stay, as a five-year contract, we can sell him. And if he wants to stay, he can just sit and be a nice competition to Raya if we make it permanent. So, and it's still a long-term project for Ramsey. I think Ramsey is still, what, 24, 25. So, yeah. he still has, like, a couple more years. You know, Raya is, what, 27, 28. So, I think it's a... I think it's it's a, it's a good move from Ateta and all in all because we did we did we needed to improve on our defense. If everybody was saying we did score close to hundred goals or, or over hundred goals last season, close to that I think. But we considered as much as as much as or if not more than Man United, you know, and yeah. that was not that's not good enough, you know. Like so that's what we just have to. That's what we just have to tighten it. We didn't lose. We we drop points to Southampton three three. We scored three goals in the time. Can't concede three goals to Southampton. Like it's you know when you get this kind of thing and you see the mistake Ramsdale made in that game too. You know I'm not saying Ryan, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying Ryan will not make mistakes, but I just I just I just I just feel like there's just more composure coming from Raya. way more composure, and I think it's better. It's better to have that kind of figure in your in your post 
with the kind of team we're trying to to build around. Yeah, there's I mean there's definitely nothing wrong in improving those positions. Like look at City for example, they pretty much have a world class player in every other position. So exactly. Doesn't hurt you improving those positions. I think people just want to make it a big deal, you know. People just want to make it a big deal. I feel like the media always wants to have something to say against Ateta. I like damn, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Everything it does is overanalyzed, over criticized, and this is just one of them, one of those situations for me personally. Because it's not that's what it takes to be at the top, trust me. <laughs> like once you're at the top like that, they always want to talk about you. you. Always want to find something that you're not doing well. You know, they always want something to talk about. So like that's how it is. Like Ateta is in the Yeah, but I feel uh, but I, I feel like some of them are treated more like that. Like you see Club for example now, now that's their baby, you know, they don't they don't really come for you everything is there. Most comments that comes out is always good, like I'm not saying but Pep too. One of their darlings too, you know. Not you, you don't say anything wrong, you know. But <laughs> comes to, I guess you have you have you have to win something, I guess. But yeah, just say it's just it's just it's just being over analyzed and But it's okay. We're well, used to it now, and that's why I feel like himself doesn't like them. Every time they like, why is he rude to me? Yeah, cause he doesn't like them. He doesn't like them. Yeah, just one more thing, you know, I want to make sure we talk about because I think we just have to is Son, I would say, is obviously kind of like the star player of your team, Bukayo Saka. The reason yeah. I want to talk about him is obviously he missed the City game through injury. And I think before that, he was on some long run of games where he, I think he was starting every game. Do you think that could prove to be an issue for him long term with the amount of minutes he's getting at such a young age? Or, like, do you think it's important for him to just keep playing because he's just that good? But how do you feel about Saka in general? Um, I think I think he takes care of himself. Saka is the kind of guy that is, is willing, is eager to learn. He takes very good care of himself. He's a, he's, he's a good boy, so to say, so to speak. You know, he's, he's about his football, you know. And he's been... He's been groomed for this. He's been he's been prepared for this. You know, he's been prepared to play, and they, they know. Trust me, this guy has come from our academy. He's not someone that is just coming into the team, you know, from nowhere. He's come from our academy. He's been working with our doctors from when he was eight years old. You understand? So yeah, they, they 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 know what the boy can take and what the boy can't take, and this boy has been in the system for how long? You know, and that's another that's another thing too. Again. Look back over the years, the, the, the best players, the team's best players, their best players, the Salas, the Cristiano Ronaldo, the Lionel Messi, go and check how many games are playing the season. I'm going to check how many Saka is playing the season. People forget we played without Europe for a whole season. Mm. We played without Europe for a whole season. This guy was only playing Premier League games. How many, how many of those cup competitions did we go fire? We didn't go fire in any of those cup, cup competitions since after we won the FA Cup in that first season. You want to tell me that you know, and that's where he's gotten his rest. So right now he's ready. You want to tell Sakala he's not going to play Champions League in his first Champions League season ever. How do you want to tell him? Something he has put blood, sweat, and tears into playing. And then we should rest him. Should rest him. Rest him for what? The boy wants to play. The boy is fit to play. And he, I don't you see. Go and check it. I don't have the numbers right now, but I was looking. I was looking through the other day about. Between forty-five to fifty games, 
So let's let's be honest, man. People just want to have something to mm. say, you know. Again, when it comes to Mukayo and Ateta, they want to say, "Oh, Ateta is playing him too much. It's a task force." That no, that's not the case. The boy is is not playing anything out of the ordinary. He's playing his normal games that every top player should be playing. If you want to get to that level, if you want to compete on that level, if you want to make Ballon d'Or every season, you have to play those games. That's fair, that's fair. So how how far do you think Saka can go? Do you think, because I think on one of our episodes, we kind of like discussed if Saka can get to like the level someone like Mo Salah is on right now. How far do you think Saka can go? I don't think this season Saka surpasses Mo Salah. I don't think so. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I really think this season Saka surpasses Mo Salah. I think what we're forgetting is this. The guy has been on this thing for a while now. So let's say the first season, they said his numbers aren't that special. So I right, cool. The next season, the boy dropped numbers. They said, oh, okay. Now he's just starting the conversation. Last season, he did double-digit golden assist in Prem alone, you know. And... This season, I can't, I can't see him. He's already got five goals, five assists in 10 games, you know. And he hasn't even started cooking yet. Like. <laughs> so, for me, <laughs> for me, you know, I feel like, I mean, I checked it. I checked Salah's number two this season, you know. Salah, Salah even though he's more on the creating side, his numbers still are pretty dope too, you know. So, that's the level we want to compete at. So, me, I'm saying my star boy is, is, is going to overtake Salah, Salah this season. Definitely. Because if I'm going to win the league, then, then I have to get a player. My best player has to obviously perform those kind of numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what I'm projecting. Even Martinelli, I'm projecting, even though I know maybe he might not be that. But 40 goals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I see that the 40 goals season for him. I, I, I don't see why he can't do it because that was a high goal scorer last season. Yeah. So I don't see why he can't. He scored 15 goals in Prem. Like, mm. I think the highest goal scoring Premier League Brazilia, something like that, you know. So why not? Why not he push forward and do that, you know? But yeah, I feel like this. I've had this argument with a lot of people. You know, some people don't think he's generational. I think, I don't know, maybe I'm biased. I might be biased to be honest. I think this kid is absolutely, absolutely generational. Like, <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. We love, we love to, we love to hear it. We love to hear. I mean, if you're not backing your own players, who's going to back them for you? We love to hear. Exactly. We love to hear. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those, those are all definitely good points. You know, I mean, I think over the course of this season, you know, we've not really had an Arsenal fan really talk about Arsenal, and that's why I wanted to get you on here. So, you know, it's good to hear your own point of view on how you feel about the team, and you know, I definitely like that you think this is the season Arsenal can definitely do it. So. You know, we'll see. We'll see how that ends up. But you know, I appreciate you coming on. Coming yeah, on. but but I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you what's going on. What's Ten Hag and United? What's what's nah, happening? Nah, 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 nah. Don't worry. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> let's 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 leave United alone. Let's okay. Trust me. If I if I start with United, we'll be here for two hours. You know. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. Don't worry. There'll be we'll definitely have to talk about United. But, but yeah, like I said, you know, I appreciate you coming on here, you know, to talk about us now, give us your own thoughts and your own point of view. 
how you think Tim is doing right now. And yeah, it was it was nice to have you on. But guys, yeah, guys, we'll end the episode here. Um, regular crew will be back next week, so stay tuned. But yeah, doing you know, thanks for being here. You know, let's just let's try to keep the vibe and get out here. All right, guys. Uh, bye, bye.